podcast host Trey Roland. This is Trey Roland. Trey Roland. With another edition of the Rollcast. And even if I'm not your favorite, probably top five, top ten, top twenty, either way, doesn't really matter. Hey everybody, I am Trey Roland, and we are back with another edition of the Rollcast, and we got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about. We got to talk about commitments. We got to talk about transfers. We got to talk about everybody's favorite top 20 lists in the month of June. That sounds good. Virtual visits, off-season workouts. Oh my God, I can't wait. We're actually not going to talk about any of that. Uh, (laughs) I don't want to talk about any of that shit at all. Uh, And I've got, this is going to be a very different episode of the roll cast because it very well might be the last episode of the roll cast i don't really know i'll get into all that here in a second as always got the super producer richie barnes super producer what's going on tell the people that i am not fucking with them. <laughs> like this isn't a this isn't a gag i'm being for real yeah i'm doing well trey um and it's good to see you and good to hear from you i'm gonna leave the video on this time just because this might be our very last one um, you text me yesterday, you know, you, you kind of want to break and, and I understand it. There's a lot going on. There are plenty of Florida state podcasts for people to listen to. They will miss this one. I'm going to miss this one. Um, it's been a blast, but I'm excited to be here for, for our last dance. I, well, aptly, aptly named. And like I said, I'll get into the whys, the what's all that stuff. I'm just trying to keep my head above water, just covered in bodily fluids from a newborn. I am a, I'm a human toilet right now and I'm not even doing the hard work. My wife's the hero, but I, we'll get into the, we'll get into all that sort of stuff. But if this is going to be our last dance, let's go out like champs and let's talk about your pubes because this last possibly ever episode of the roll cast is sponsored by our good friends at manscape.com. Listen, I love manscaped.com. They make a wonderful product. They always have my dick looking like a million trillion bucks. Just dick on fleek, pubes on fleek. I love them. They've been the best. They've been they've been the best sponsor we've had and we've had some good ones. We've had some wonderful sponsors of this podcast, but this has been the most notable because they're the only men's brand that's dedicated to below the waist grooming and hygiene. They are the best dick and ball hair trimmer in the world just as we were the best Florida State podcast in the world. They've got the perfect package 3.0. What does that include? I'll tell you. You already know, but I'll tell you again. Redundancy alert. It includes the Lawnmower 3.0, which is a waterproof, cordless dick and ball hair trimmer. It's got, it's got the advanced Manscaped skin-safe technology, proprietary only. They've got it. So you, the nicks and the dings. On your balls and wiener shaft are a thing of the past, my friend. You're going to be having a pristine ween. It's the best. They've got other stuff, too. They don't just care about your wiener hair. They've got anti-chafing ball deodorant. They've got ball moisturizer, so you can have smelling good and soft, watery balls, which, man, how good does that sound? And for the last time only, you get 20% off your order plus free shipping. My final parting gift to you, my favorite people in the world. 
Uh, promo code Rollcast, R-O-W-L-C-A-S-T, at Manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping. Promo code Rollcast, R-O-W-L-C-A-S-T, at Manscaped.com. I have no idea once we dissolve this motherfucker how much longer that code is going to last. So go, if you've just been looking at your big, gross Ben Wallace Afro Bush and you want to do something about it, do something about it while the promo code still exists. Manscaped.com. We'll thank you. They will thank you. But most importantly, your balls will thank you. All right. God, I'm going to miss doing that. I really do love. I really do love the ad reads. That's one thing that I always wanted to separate us, Richie, is I really put really put my nuts in these ad reads, man. I enjoyed it. But listen, this is what's going on. Your boy is experiencing a little bit of burnout. And it's like, oh, my God, you're burned out about talking about Florida State football, you big baby. Listen, you're right. I am a big fucking baby. I'm sorry. It just it is what it is. So how I came to this decision, uh, obviously, I got a ton going on in my life right now. I've got the two-year-old, my boy, my toddler, just and also got my newborn baby girl. So I'm just in full-blown, like I said, human toilet dad mode, covered in vomit, 24-7, Back at work, full-time gig. We're in a pandemic. The the sports news has been slow. And I, I've just I've given it a lot of thought. And I want to take a break. I want to take a break from this podcast. I want to take a break. I think I most like most importantly, I want to take a break from like the format of what like the podcast has become. And it's not something bad. It's just something it's become something different, and I'll I'll I'll, I'll explain. Um, I'm just kind of burned out of uh, talking about Florida State football a little bit, and especially this minutia of Florida State football. Like I was making a fun little like haha joke, but I was never before I got into the podcast. I was never really into the recruiting side as much, like the commitments, the transfers, the intrigue, like you know. Dipping, dipping your balls in Lane Kiffin's mouth because you're stealing two like transfers from him and stuff. All like the all the intrigue and the and the uh, the cloak and dagger shit. I never really cared. I didn't give a fuck. Uh, I only knew about the kids once they were on the field and they were good. I didn't follow high school recruiting. So being in the podcast game, obviously, I started this thing at the worst time. I did the off season of the first after the first year of the Willie Taggart era. Worst time ever to start like a Florida State podcast. So I had to get entrenched in all that stuff. And to be honest with you, all that stuff, which is all that I'm talking about now, once I found out that when the football season's not happening, so for the other like six, seven months of the year, this is like the monotonous horse shit that you have to talk about to have a Florida State, just have to have any, any team-focused college football podcast. Now, I tried to alleviate some of the monotony for myself, so I didn't just put a bullet through my temple live on the air, even though that would make great radio, uh, by talking about Predator, by talking about 80s action movies, by talking about everybody's, the sport of kings, a little bit of wrestling. And that's where the podcast started off at first. And that's kind of the stuff that I enjoy talking about more. So... I guess it will we'll start at the beginning. This is going to be kind of like a rambling thing a little bit. Eh, it's the pro- It could be the last one ever, so cut me a little bit of slack, you fucks. Who cares? Um, why did I even start this podcast in the first place? 
I started this podcast in the first place because I wanted to have a podcast that talked about everything. The focus became Florida State after all, but I wanted a podcast that talked about everything in an adult manner. Like, what do what do people talk about like college football in their homes with their boys, with their buds, with their lady friends, ladies, we love you. It's 2020 and we're not chauvinists here. What do people talk about? And it's not the proper homogenized, uh, eloquent way. It's no, what happened? Oh, we sucked a big old fat dick this weekend. Like we got our asses shit like this. Like, how people normally talk. That's what I wanted. And I found at least from examining the market, even though the main reason I started the podcast is because my wife kicks ass and she bought me a podcast microphone and I just wanted to start using it. And I got this microphone for Christmas. God damn it. I'm going to use it. And uh, I didn't expect anybody to listen. (laughs) So that was, that's why I felt like I could say whatever I wanted. But I also wanted to do something where I, I really thought that there was an open space in the market. Like nobody had like an adult theme Florida State podcast and nobody else is as much of a degenerate as I am that thinks about the sport. So I, I got in and you guys, I'm not joking around. I, di- I didn't think this is our 67th episode, I believe. We've had over like 215, 217,000 total listens, which is about 65 more episodes and about 216,000 more total listens than I ever thought we'd get. I honestly, I started this thing in my Iowa basement and I figured I could maybe make my mom listen to it once before the first dick joke. People that were blood related would listen to it. And then maybe some people that I went to school with to laugh at how stupid I sounded. But you guys, this podcast found like the niche thing that I saw. I think it was there. And it took off so much. It took off so much faster and bigger and brighter. We, we rose like a, like a mighty phoenix, Richie. We, we rose and people gave a shit, man. When did you start? Like, you listened to the podcast before you're a producer, right? Like, when did you start listening? What, what like, hooked you about it? I did. So I think, um, so I'm active on 247. I don't, I don't post often, but I read the message board. And I know Newberg pushed it a good bit. Um, but really, what really caught me, and, and this pisses me off that I was not on this podcast before this ended was your game of Thrones takes, because I would have loved <laughs> to be on that final season game of Thrones. Like me and my wife would like, we were on the couch, like 15 minutes before the episodes would air, like just glued to the couch watching. Can't wait to see what happens. And then uh, like, I found your podcast, I think right around that time, like after I think episode two or three of the final season. And I'm like, man, I have I have takes that I want to get off. So I was like in my car <laughs> listening to you thinking, man, I want to say this and this and this. Um, and I, I didn't, obviously. And then, you know, it, history from there, it, I, I ended up being on the podcast. But yeah, man, Game of Thrones was huge for me. It was, it was like the last major appointment television for most of us. And I would have loved to be able to share my takes on that. But at the same time, I loved hearing someone else's takes. I listened to like four different Game of Thrones podcasts, and I considered yours a Florida State slash Game of Thrones podcast at oh, the time. The ultimate combo. Yes. So, 
so I, I loved that. And, um, and I was hooked because, again, the Game of Thrones, plus you had the Florida State takes. Um, I think one of the first ones I had, one of the Q&Trays, it was just you and your wife, which I thought was awesome because I'm a fairly newly married man. And <laughs> I, I thought that was cool. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I've enjoyed it well before I, I came onto it. And it's just been a blast doing it ever since. It was honestly like fate that the worst Game of Thrones season would combine with the worst Florida State season. And it would just, oh man, those were those were good times, those combo episodes. But that's why I love doing it, right? Because I wanted to have a Florida State podcast, but I wanted it to like, I wanted it to, honestly, this is so douchey, but I wanted it to be like a Trey Rollin podcast. Like I, because I love Game of Thrones. I love wrestling. I love Arnold Schwarzenegger, like murder action movies. I love Florida State football, and I just and I love mixed martial arts. I wanted to just like talk about like everything that I was interested in, and I was like, nobody's going to listen, so I can talk about everything that I'm interested in. However, people started listening, which was the biggest shock of all. So as people started listening, the podcast got more professional, which is good. Things got more like tight. They got like more lined up. We had guests. Oh my God. I can't like the fact that any people with like of note would come on this podcast and we had a shitload of them and we'll, we'll go through the interviews and stuff. But as we got bigger, we joined a network, the big three roll up network. You guys have been awesome by the way. Love you. Like we already talked, already talked to them about all this. They know what's going on, but more exposure, more, but with that comes like more expectations from like Florida state fans, right? Like this, you know, I did a random episode with a professional wrestler, which was to me was like very interesting. And I thought it was a phenomenal episode. Kiko Harris, what's up my dude, but people, it seemed like more and more people wanted this to be like kind of a, just a dirty, like, like a dirty Florida, like a dirty Noel cast, right? Like just, more and more like talk about Florida state stuff and it's tough. Cause it's like a positive feedback loop. Cause the more Florida state stuff I talk about, as long as it's entertaining, uh, the more like listens we got and the bigger it got and the more, but in, internally to me, I was getting more and more just like bored with what I was talking about. Like, I just, I don't fucking, I don't fucking care about what this 17 year old wide receiver from South Carolina's calves look like. I don't give a fuck about, uh, how, how bendy and how flexy the offensive tackle from Mississippi is. I just don't care. But because I wanted to get, I know that a lot of people do care about that. There's a whole recruiting industry that cares about that. So I talked about it more, but like inside I was dying a little bit cause I don't give a shit. I'd rather talk about RoboCop, like <laughs> even though nobody gives a fuck. So, and the other thing too, it wasn't just like personal burnout from like the topic. It was, uh, once we got in, there was a lot of Florida state podcasts before we got in, but I feel like they were like the Knowles 24 seven podcast, the Noel cast, the fucking war chant guy, people like the, it was like the, it was the, the sites, each site had like their podcast. Right. And then we came in and we were like a good fan podcast. And I feel like. I'm tr like, I don't want to sound douchey. I, I do that enough accidentally. So I'm going to tread lightly here, but I kind of feel like after, after I did it and then we did it, Richie, everybody was like, Oh my God, look at this moron. If this moron can do it, I can do it. 
And then I feel like there was like an explosion of like more Florida State podcasts, right? Do you agree? Like, I feel like after I got started and people laughed at the first couple, but then like people were listening, they were like, hey, like, look at this fucking jackass. He can do it. Let's do it. And then uh, I feel like there was kind of like a boom of like fl- additional Florida State podcasts after this one. Yeah, man, I, I feel like it because I'm. I listen to every Florida State podcast, so I, I feel like it was always just the credentialed websites that had their podcasts. I listened to all of them, and then I, I stumbled upon yours. And then, yeah, after I came on, and uh, yeah, I'm going to take credit because after I came on, that's when everybody else. Of <laughs> no, course. but seriously, the, now there is a lot of different fan podcasts, and they're all great in their own in their own Absolutely. right. So good for them. Um, but yeah, I feel like you truly were the first one that was just a true, here's a fan's take of what's going on in the state of the program and Game of Thrones, MMA, old school wrestling, all that good stuff, but it was entertaining. Um, but yeah, now there is, man, this, this podcast network for Florida state is so saturated in a good way. And I feel like you might have been the, the person, the pioneer for all of that. And, and I'm happy that I was able to be a part of that in some way. Right. And this isn't like, this isn't a, just like me sucking myself off here, guys. Like I'm trying to do like a retrospective of this thing that Richie and I both put like a lot of work into. But the reason we, I mentioned all those other podcasts is because now I feel like I'm just saying the same thing as everybody else. And now instead of like three people saying the same thing and I'm like the fourth, I feel like I'm the 17th person that's talking about Jackson West committing and I found myself like, I, cause I listen, I, before I had the podcast, I listened to all the Florida state ones too. And now I just, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't care. It's too much. It's overload. And I kind of lost, uh, being on the podcast made me a smarter fan and it made me like a more objective fan because when people listen, you can't just like rant all the time. I, I had my fair share of rants, but you can't like rant all the time. You have to like have like salient points, which is good because my level of discourse was better. But I'll be honest with you. It's less fun being the kind of crazy fan that overreacts to dumb shit and gets like mad and be like, how come they couldn't score a touchdown there? You know, like the, I wasn't having as much fun, like watching the games. Cause I'm taking notes like, Oh, the James Blackman, incomplete slant pass back shoulder. When should have been front shoulder. That'll make for some great content. Like I'm no, like I want to drink a beer, put on my stretchy pants and just watch my knolls. But it, it was starting to become more of a, this was always like my hobby. I don't have any other hobbies. I, I eat Doritos. I watch wrestling. I keep two humans alive. And my only hobby was this podcast and the hobby was starting to become a chore. So as it was starting to become kind of a chore to me, especially with our, where I'm at right now, I'm like, listen, I want to hit the pause button because the last thing I want to do is put out content that is boring. I don't want to have boring content. I don't want to, walk down and turn something that has always been so fun and still is fun into something that's not fun. So I want to take a break. It's a hiatus. I don't know if the podcast is like done for good. It might be, who knows, who knows? Maybe I'm just like Michael Jordan. I got crippling gambling debt. It's crushing in all around me. And I just need to go to the Birmingham Barons and hit some dingers and just like chill for a little bit before people break my legs and throw my body in a river. So maybe this is my this is my post 93 Jordan, 
Uh, maybe I'm taking a break, but maybe not. Maybe I come back like when football, like recharged, ready to go, wearing number 45, get bounced by the magic, but come back again the next year, like really, really pissed off and just shitting on Horace Grant and punching Steve Kerr in the face. Or maybe I don't. Maybe this, like the role cast, as you guys know, it is done. And maybe it comes back with like a different format. Maybe I go back to just maybe a little bit less polished, maybe just more bullshit. Like if a UFC fight happens the night before, I talk about the UFC. Maybe I do a two and a half hour director's commentary on the movie Bloodsport. I love the Kumite, but the people that listen to this podcast now could give a shit. And I don't want to waste your time. So I don't know where, like, how this thing comes back or if it even comes back in the same form. I will say that this isn't like I'm not going dark. I'm not going from a cabin in the woods. I'm not going to write a manifesto. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be on social media. I'm going to be tweeting dumb shit. If anybody wants me to be a guest on their podcast, I will still be a guest on the on their podcast. Um, like I'm not gone, but the weekly, the weekly thing that was like my baby that slowly turned into a grind that is gone for a while, if not forever. And if it comes back, it could be the same. I don't know if it is. So that's just kind of where we are on that. So that that's, you know, I, I want to, um, I do want to look back. Cause when I say I had fun, holy shit, I have had so much fun doing this. It's been awesome. So I want to talk about my like my favorite moments from the podcast, Richie. And let's talk about favorite moments, my personal favorite moment, not just sucking up. When you dropped into my lap, like just a just a just a baby bird dropped off from the stork that we got to nurse into the best super producer in the entire world by spitting regurgitated worms into your mouth. You really have been a pleasure, my man, because we joined the network. And TJ, the producer for the Big Three Rope, is like, hey, dude, do you want a producer? Because I did all the producing. So the the terrible editing, well, there was no editing because I didn't really know how to edit. So I just did everything in one take. I just spit it all out. So all the stuff pre-Richie, that was all me. So TJ was like, hey, man, you want a producer? All the other podcasts have a producer. Um, like, do you want one? And I was like, oh, fuck. I don't want to bring some fucking herb into this podcast. I don't want this like a, like a dork. Like I don't, like I need to be able to like do whatever I want. So they bring you in and my God, dude, breath of fresh air. You were on it. You got guests, you secured sponsorships. You worked your ass off, just masterful editing. Uh, good, just always fun. When I feel like my throat was starting to hurt and I needed like, I needed to tag in, need to tag into my brother. You were the uh, you were the Stevie Ray to my Booker T man, and we were the White Harlem Heat. Like it was great. Like you'd come in when I was getting my ass kicked and clear the ring. So it was good. Like I said, I didn't know what to expect, and you really took the mantle of like the podcast. Like you were creative as shit, man. Like your basketball segment. I think that was everybody's favorite thing that this podcast has ever done. Like all my shit aside, people loved it and it was great, man. So I want to say thank you. That was my, one of my personal favorite moments is you, is you coming on to the pod. How did you, how, how was it from your perspective, man? How did you, how did you feel coming into this thing? Like you've never done a podcast before, have you? No. So like I saw TJ, you know, I, I follow him on Twitter 
And I, I had, like I'd mentioned earlier, I'd listened to your podcast and he wrote, we, we need a producer for the Rollcast. So he's like, email me. So I am like, let me send an email. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, whatever, let's do it. <laughs> um, and then apparently I was the only person who applied for the job. Like no one will admit that, but that's, that's what it was. One more than I thought. Let, one let, more than let, I let's thought. admit that's what it was. Um, and it, it was a blast. So like I, I immediately, before our first podcast, started DMing people like, and I got Kenny Shaw and I butchered the audio. We, we will not go over that. Um, but no, it, it was fun. That was like, your first episode. I love I that. Don't, like I'm, I don't, I'm one of those people. Like I don't do anything like half ass. Like I, if I'm gonna do it, I, I want to make sure I'm, I'm gonna give it my all, even if it's something that I'm doing for free. Like because I, I enjoy talking Florida State football, so it was a blast, so, and it it worked out nicely because you know, like I don't have much of a presence on Twitter, but I had enough to where. If I'd reach out to people, they would they would agree. Oh yeah, yeah sure, I'll, I'll come on for an interview. That's you know why not? Um, and then we just had some dumb luck. Like my old high school football coach was the director of player personnel for Virginia, so we got him Good on the episode. week. The week we played Virginia, episode. yeah, the, that was a great one episode. of our most listened to ever. I, I still don't know why, but it was. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I could just reach out to people and say, "Hey, I'm part of this podcast that does this," and then I reach out to Madison Social. They're like. Oh, we like your numbers. Yeah, we'd love to sponsor you. So it's it's been a lot of fun, man. Like I, I've had a blast doing it the past. I think it's been almost a year now um, since I joined. I know you've been doing it about a year and a half, uh, a little over that. But yeah, it's, yeah, it, it's been a blast for me. Like I and my wife would tell you the same thing. Like you know, she knew every for a while. I think we recorded on Mondays, and every Monday she knew like, okay, I'm gonna be gone for two hours recording and editing, and then we went to Sundays, which. Much better for me, by the way, and for you. So that was great. <laughs> so it, it, I've had a blast doing it. Um, I've got to know the guys from the Big Three Roll Up a lot better. They're a really cool group. Um, so I, I've I've really had a lot of fun with this, and, and I'm glad that you were open to accepting a producer. And I didn't just sh- well, I did kind of shit the bed the first week, but after that, I did not shit the bed, and I, I brought some value to this thing. So. Uh, I've had a lot of fun, and even beyond this, we talked about this beforehand. Uh, I'll be texting you during Florida State season this year, whether we do a podcast or not, because I we have mutual friends. That, another thing that's just yeah. random, um, which would be which would be awesome. So I, I even if this thing is if this is the last rollcast, I know you and I will still continue to uh, connect in some ways, one or the other, uh, regardless. So it's it's been fun. And I've had a blast, and and I look forward to continuing our relationship beyond this. I 100%, man. You are a friend. You're not just a man that I I, I yell and scream weird shit at on the other end of a Skype call. I would consider you a friend. And, guys, don't say that podcasters don't sacrifice anything. Because when we were recording on Mondays, Richie was was missing The Bachelor every week. Oh, my wife was pissed, man. Like right. I got a no, because we'd be like, babe, I'm recording, and we'd record at like nine o'clock, so we'd be watching The Bachelor till midnight Eastern time, and she'd be like, I'm so mad, but I'm happy because I know this makes you happy, so it worked out. That's right. I almost, I almost was a homewrecker. <laughs> My podcast was almost like a, like a dirty whore mistress ruining the nice Barnes household, but. It's been great, dude. And the interviews, that was one thing that blew me away. Just all of the all the interviews that we got, uh, starting with, and I'll, I'll do some thanks at the end of this, but starting with the beat, I, I was really, really surprised at who from the beat 
and who uh, not only like listened, but like really embraced it. Like Josh Newberg, Ingram Smith, Jeff Cameron was awesome. I had the I had the War Chant guys on uh, Ira and Corey, everybody from Tomahawk Nation who I write for, Perry, Juan Montalvo. Uh, so all, everybody from the beat took on. Then we started to get former players. And I, uh, that is one thing that I enjoyed way more than I thought I was going to. I honestly thought this was just going to be the rantings and ravings of like a crazy man in a basement, like solo, nobody else. But once we started to get guests on, I really enjoyed the interviews. I thought I, I enjoyed because it was, uh, it was like an onion, right? And if you can get past the first layer, which is like the copious amount of like penis jokes that I make. I really wanted people to listen. Like the interviews had substance. I really worked hard on making the interviews have substance. I thought we got good at it. Um, and I, the people that we interviewed were great from the former players like Greg Reed, James Wilder, Kenny Shaw, Dexter Carter, to the, to the, the analytical guys that I really enjoyed. Dave Bartu. Fuck that guy's a funny dude. Had a great interview with him. Other podcast guys, my, my Houston peeps at the Scott and Holman podcast. And then to, yeah, they were great. They were great. I still love those guys. Um, Jason Brown, Coach JB, doing an interview from his caddy on the LA freeway, and I was just like, this is it. This is the pinnacle. It's a missed opportunity. I really thought we could have given you guys some interviews with the Florida State coaching staff that uh, they would have been different and they would have been good. I promise they would have been the best. Um, we didn't get a chance, but God, I really enjoyed the interviews. Um and maybe that would be something too. And uh, who, if I end up like, if I continue in this like this world of podcasts, and maybe I maybe it says like a co-host on like somebody who's credentialed, so I can actually like ask these questions that I've I've dude. We prepared for interviews. I had questions lined up for like, and there was interviews that you guys don't even know about that we almost got that would have been nuts that got canceled like last minute. All right, let's throw um, it there. People want to know. John Thrasher agreed to interview with us, and it, for whatever reason, it fell through last minute. We had a date, a time, everything. John Thrasher that one was, was ready dialed to come in. on us. That was set. And then his secretary ghosted me. So, oh well, oh well, oh well. Say what you want, man. Who knows if we'll be doing what it again. What the fuck, Let man? Fly. Like, if, if you did not want to do the interview, don't agree to it. Do not give me a day. Do not give me a time. And then a week later, just not respond to any emails for three straight weeks until I finally gave the fuck up. Cause that pissed me off. Cause I thought we had John Thrasher when nobody else would have had him agreed set upon yeah. and it never happened. And you guys would have loved it. Cause I know Trey, he, he say what you want about Trey. He puts the time in the prep to do these interviews and it would have been phenomenal. It would have gone given you insight that nobody else would have given you. And that that was a rug that I, I did not see being pulled out from under us that got oh, pulled out from one. under us out of nowhere. That was a tough one, man. Richie set that up and I like I did the pre-work. I had some really good inter I I mean I had some good questions. That so that sucked. So who knows? Maybe in like if there is another life for me talking over the interwebs about football. Maybe it's just like a co-host on like another podcast that's more credentialed than I am so I can talk to all these people. But I really enjoy doing the interviews. I love talking to people and I love talking to them as a regular person just to get, I, I like, 
I like interesting conversations and that's that I feel like we really, really had some interesting conversations. Do you have a, do you have a personal favorite interview that we did Richie during your time on the pod? Yeah. So I, I think, you know, the, the biased Richie thinks the, you know, Justin Anderson, the director of play personnel of Virginia, who was also my high school football coach, um, who was also a teacher of mine at Harmony high school in Florida um, and I, I considered him a friend cause we talked about life a lot. Um, that was cool. Cause I had not talked to him in like 10 years, but in high school, he, he gave me a lot of like life lessons that were really cool to hear. And I did not appreciate them at the time. And now looking back, I do. That's probably my favorite biased one. Um, but Jason Brown, man, come on. Interviewing him while he's driving his caddy down LA's highway was fucking badass. That was amazing. That I was great. That. Um, so those two really stand out and Kenny Shaw, just cause I had no idea what I was doing. TJ from the big three roll up. The producer did not properly train me. I want to make that ah, clear. That's right. I was not properly right. trained in audio on the MacBook yet. And we had a massive echo. Um, but Kenny Shaw, cool. Cause, cause I'd met him. I've done, I had hung out with him at, several times at some Orlando sports bar where Florida state games are watched. Um, but those really stand out and, you know, Dexter Carter. And I know Josh gives you shit about this. We cut that off early, man. We, we could have got anything we wanted out of him. So th- those ones really stand out. That was good. I really enjoyed the Dave Bartu interview. Uh, I thought, man, he was so, could you read somebody they're not the their thing is like analytics and like objective numbers like oh this is a really smart guy I respect he comes on here just boom 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 fuck shit blah 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 twat this blah 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 he was he was awesome but he was informative I that guy should do a podcast man like I don't know if he would care but he he was great I loved him I like uh, I like the camaraderie we we did like a weird we we've just we forsaked the. Uh, the 2015 peach bowl. And we had a really good relationship with a random ass Houston podcast, the Scott and Holman podcast. So I love that. So I love interviews. Hopefully I don't know like where I, where I, where I fall after this thing is done, if it is done for good. Uh, but I'd love to do more interviews. I really enjoy doing interviews. And Trey, um, I'll, I'll throw out Corey Clark as well. Um, yeah, he so, was good. So, all so those guys, a little they, behind all the, were good. So a little behind the scenes. So like, you know what? Uh, I had, I knew Corey because, uh, you know, he was writing for the Tallahassee Democrat when I was in college writing for the FSU in, in, uh, no digest, which is now rest in peace. Um, but I, I put out a tweet, like we'd love to have him. This is during basketball season. Cause I know he's a huge FSU basketball fan as am I. So I'm like, we want him on the podcast and you guys, the listeners made it happen. You retweeted, liked it enough to where he followed me, sent me a DM said, Hey, I, I'll come on. And the best part, he sent me the wrong number on accident. Like it was it wasn't like it wasn't like me going to a bar in college and like, hey girl, that. what's your number? Like, can I get your number? And it's the wrong number. No, he sent me the wrong number on accident. And we're like an hour before the podcast, <laughs> and I sent a text, and and the person responds like, yeah, you have the wrong number. I'm like, oh shit, did Corey like do this on purpose? And then I so, so I tweet at him um, on a DM, not 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 publicly. I'm like, hey, Corey, man, the, this you gave me the wrong number. What the fuck, man? And then he responded immediately. And I was talking, I was texting Detroit in between that, like, hey, man, I don't, we may not have a show tonight because I, I, I don't think we're getting Corey. And then he responded. He's like, yeah, this is it. 
Um, and then he was phenomenal. Like, and he's the Corey fucking Clark. Like, yeah, that was fun, man. Headlines listeners loved it. My friends that listen to headlines that have never heard Corey cuss thought it was amazing. Um, but he, he came on and he was phenomenal. Uh, and he was all about doing the podcast. So yeah, there's been so many, but those ones really stand out to me. Yeah, I like when people get comfortable. Like when they when they've realized that, hey, this guy's an idiot, but he's like a harmless idiot. I can talk to him like I talk to like a friend. Like that those are the type of interviews I enjoy. So I I love that. And obviously, I would mention the two most prolific guests in the history of the podcast, 24/7's Josh Newberg and then Ingram Smith of the Nolcast. But I'll talk about those guys individually later cuz they were they were staples of the show, man. Like when I would have them on, they weren't interviews, like we would shoot the shit. Those guys are the best. I'll, I'll get to them separately. I also had some other like personal favorite moments and no it wasn't talking about uh, a close loss to Wake Forest. Or a blowout at like Boise State. My personal favorites, I had so much fun like doing the segments. I thought the segments were fun. And we got I got away from those as more people cared less. But those were the things that really got like my creative juices flowing. Uh I loved uh I think we did like there was like official visits and I compared them all to like diners, drive-ins, and dives. Like everything that like Guy Fieri would say. Like if the kid really liked Florida State, be like, oh, that's bomb.com. He could eat that visit off a of flip-flop. Like, I love that. But my personal favorite one and my wife's personal favorite one that I did, um, and it was a throwaway one. I don't know why I never went back to this well again because I thought it was great, is I randomly came up with Nicolas Cage movies, but I turned them into porno titles. So my wife, because she hears my dumbass humor all the time, like after she listened to that one, she uh she goes hey like I legitimately actually laughed in my car like I like most of the time you're not funny and I give you pity listens but uh like that was pretty good like I so if uh, so what were the names what what would I say uh instead of national treasure with like national pleasure the wicker man became the dick her man lord of war became lord of whore uh come in sixty seconds and then my personal favorite the cock. That's right. Good speed. Welcome to the cock. Womack. Um, I love that. I love that. So if this, if I ever do a podcast again, there's going to be more shit like that in there. I had fun. Any other personal favorite moments before I start, uh, before I start thanking people and, and just signing off on this bad boy Barnes. No, I, I just thank you for letting me do the basketball minute. Like I, I'm, a, oh, I love that. I've been love a that. huge Florida state basketball fan. Not my whole life. I'm, I'm not. Gonna, I grew up a Syracuse basketball fan. My dad grew up in Syracuse, Ooh. New York. Um, he was a huge Joe Beheim fan, as am, am I still am. Um, but when I the second I got to Florida State, my freshman year, I rushed the court and gave kind of Joakim Noah a little little bump on the elbow uh, as he rushed the court. Um, but I've, I've been a Florida State basketball fan. As soon as I went to Florida State, Florida State was now my basketball school. I I did not. You know, when we played Syracuse, I was like, no, I want Florida State to win. Um, so getting a chance to do that, I thank you. Um, I thank Madison Social for sponsoring it. I had such a blast for those 10 weeks or whatever it was just doing basketball minutes of Florida State. Um, I watched games. Like, I, I watched every Florida State basketball game regardless. Like, exhibition, reg- doesn't matter. Um, but once we start doing the basketball minute, like I'm taking notes, I'm like, oh, I'm a professional now. I need to make sure I know what I'm doing. Um, but no, I had a blast and I got my wife into it and she's Irish. So like we played Notre Dame, I'm like, babe, I need Irish jokes. She's like, yeah, 
shillelagh stick, Irish car bomb, all this stuff. Like I'm like these <laughs> Drunken are asshole. These, these are phenomenal. <laughs> like I I can use all this stuff. Whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So being able to do that and having my favorite current bar, Madison Social. Like every time I go to Tallahassee in, in recent times, that's where we go before games. We go to Madison Social. Um, and having them sponsor us. So thank you, Matt Thompson. Uh, we so much appreciate that. Um, but being able to do the, those segments. Um, and then the last one I did was when we won the ACC regular season championship. Uh, pinnacle. Leonard Hamilton, man, so underappreciated in my mind. The fact that he, he, he hit the pinnacle of the ACC. He won the ACC regular season championship. And I got to do a... Uh, uh, you know, uh, just a recap of not just that week, but his career at Florida State. That, to me, was so much fun. And it personally, it meant a lot to me because I'm like, I wanted him fired in 2015-16. He had missed the tournament three, four years in a row. And then he's just turned this program around. And I, I will still... I'm, I'm team him until I die at this point. Like, I, he is the... Man, he's probably my favorite florida state coach on campus right now um man that that was fun and thank you for giving me that platform oh, yeah. because i did not i never foresaw my ability to do that and i have friends that i went to fsu games so we went to florida state games when there was like six people in the null zone jumping up and down i was one of them shout out sean breslin matt cole and shane foster weston poundstone we would up, be the only people in the null zone, like jumping up and down for an exhibition game against like Jacksonville University. <laughs> and now, and, and then we turn into the ACC regular season champs in the first 20 se- or twenty game regular season um, schedule. So that was awesome. So, so thank you. You gave me that platform and I appreciate it. And, and I had a blast doing that. And, and I hope I can do that again sometime, sometime in the future. Chuck Walsh. Florida State Basketball SID, shout out, hook me up. Listen, and I'll be honest with you, 100% of the basketball team's success came from Richie's Basketball Minute. It's just science, guys. It's just 100% science. So just when you hang the banner, uh, just throw a little, throw, throw my boy Barnes a little love. But listen, and I will speaking throw, of throwing. My, my name is on the court because <laughs> this year they, they, they had the, they had the uh, um, great fundraiser idea, like give 100 bucks and you put your name on the court. So for my oh, birthday, my wife did it like I did not expect it. Like, I'm like, okay. Then, like, I thought we were going up for a game. We could not make it up to one. Luckily, I knew Chuck Walsh well enough. Again, the Florida State Basketball Sports Information Director. Um, so I sent him an email. said, hey, man, can you get a picture of that for me? He sent, like, four pictures of, of it of me uh, to me. And he's like, oh, and if you want Wyatt Wilkes, because I requested him, he's like, we'll, we'll get that set up for you. It, it might take a while, but I will get him on your podcast. Um, obviously that will not happen right now, but the fact that he remembered me somehow from 10 years ago and still said, Hey, here's your pictures and I'm going to help you out. That's pretty cool. So Florida state family runs deep. That's right. Get Richie a ring. Richie needs a ring. Get him a ring. Um, so speaking of show and love, obviously super producers, they're showing you some love. Just do some thank yous before we get out of here. Number one, without the wife. Kara, my my wife, Mrs. Rollcast, that you would never, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, you would have never heard this sweet, sweet, sultry voice come over your your AirPods. She got me a microphone as a just a Christmas present, just because she saw me 
furiously like listening to podcasts. She goes, hey, just do it. Maybe it was a way for me to get out of her hair, but I think it was a way for me to foster my creativity, of which I had very little before this. So, honey, I love you. Thank you so much. Now I can uh, I can <laughs> I can leave my dungeon a little bit and help you some more. I couldn't have done this podcast without having to run away for an hour to two hours at a time every week and leave my poor wife alone with some crazy fucking kids. So she's the best. I love you, honey. You're the number one. Thank you. I want to say thank you to the Big Three Roll Up Network. You guys really um, wouldn't be where we are without you. You guys have been awesome partners. Uh, TJ. Silk, Kev, all you guys, man, believe in the podcast. I was your flagship Florida State one. Really appreciate it. You guys were awesome. I want to thank the guests specifically. So anybody who was ever a guest on this podcast, a caller, thank you. Would not would not have been the best. And I do believe we were the most entertaining Florida State podcast while we were running. And I don't particularly think it was that close. I'm a pretty humble guy, so just saying. If I'm saying it, you know it's true. And it wouldn't have been that way without the guests. So everybody that I mentioned before, special shout out to the first ever guest of the podcast, Josh Newberg, Knowles 24-7. Josh literally just, I can't believe, like listened to it, agreed to be a guest, loved it, like legitimately liked the podcast. And I loved every episode that I recorded with you, Josh. Consider you a friend. I loved listening to your like your your pseudo hippie ways. I enjoy the way you think. You deserve none of the shit that you get from everybody. I will vouch. Josh Newberg is a legitimately awesome, nice guy, and he made this podcast where it is. You let me go on Knowles twenty four seven. You let me meet the beat series. You consider me a part of the beat. That was a lie, but did nothing but. Just the exposure, the help, the pointers, just everything, man. Josh, you're a great dude. I will I will rep Josh Newberg till I die. Josh, you're an awesome guy, so thank you personally. My second personal guest shout-out, Ingram Smith of the Nolcast. Do not let his mild-mannered and geographically inclined mind fool you. Not only does he know every single county in the state of Georgia, Ingram Smith is a funny fucking savage. He really is. Ingram, much like Josh, um, an early adopter of the podcast, a willing guest, a multiple guest, and he is somebody that I talk to like in my free time. I consider him a friend. I never met him before in real life. Um, Ingram and I will just like shoot the shit and talk about pro wrestling conspiracy theories. Ingram, you are a prince of a human being. I love you. Podcast wouldn't be where it was without you, man. Just two, two. If there's a roll cast, Mount Rushmore, it's my wife, it's Richie, it's Josh. And it's Ingram. I deserve to be nowhere near it. Without those four pillars, there would be no rollcast, and it wouldn't have got to where it was. So I think, I think you guys, I think the sponsors that we had. Wait, on that note, Trey, first, on that uh, note, I want to shout out Ingram as well, because he would come on here regularly shit on me as being a shit producer, which I vehemently, which I'm vehemently. fine, which I'm fine. But he also, I, I'm pretty sure the, it was the last time we had him. Um, we recorded and we dropped our call like eight times and oh, I was, yeah. I was able to somehow put it together and he did finally give me props once and for all. He finally pro- gave me props for if 
anyone who listened to it that did not know that we had technical difficulties, that, uh, well, I fucking killed it, let's be honest. I, I put that shit together really well. Um, you did. You but did no, Ingram, Ingram was great. He, every time he was on, he was great. And everybody you mentioned before him. Yeah, the, probably should have ended right there because if, if that that's had to be the first sign of this 2020 apocalypse is Ingram Smith saying something nice to you because I had personally never heard that before. So that was great. So shout out to all the guests, but those two guys specifically, uh, the sponsors. First ever sponsor, Lemieux and Company. You guys were awesome. If you ever need like internet content, Wilson Lemieux, great guy. First ever sponsor of the podcast, Blue Chew. God, I got to talk about Boner so much. I love Blue Chew. They were one of the great sponsor. Of course, the GOAT sponsor, Manscaped. I will say that we had some sponsors where after we did our first couple ad reads, we were like, hey, guys, this is pretty good. Could you dial it down like a little bit? Manscaped was the exact opposite. They were like, more Emmanuel Macron impressions, more this, more that. We would get like feedback from them all the time, like, oh my God, like you're a psycho, but we love the way you read our Bush ads. Um, I love Manscaped. Great product and a, a sponsor for life. I love them. So thank you to them. Uh, Madison Social, a short, a shorter sponsor, but just a, a staple in the Tallahassee community. Matt, thanks for letting, thanks for giving us a reason to have Richie do that glorious basketball minute and bless everybody's ears. So thank you to all the sponsors, but most, you know, um, outside of my wife, cause she's the most important, but I want to give a thank you to the fans because you guys are the best. And I don't know if you know it, but you are the best. You are the elite of the elite. You are the blue chips of Florida state podcast. Listening fans. You're funny. You're smart. You're loyal as fuck. You guys are the best. You allowed me to talk about things that I love to a platform much bigger than I could ever realize. You supported this thing. You you harassed Florida State coaches for us. You harassed guests. You spread it to your friends. I can't tell you how many people like word of mouth this. You hawked blue chew for us to like people that you knew. Um, I treasure each and every one of you, you guys have made it. I would not have done it this long if I didn't have literally the best like listenership in the entire world. And I do say, I hope that I do. uh, I don't, like I said, I don't know if this format's going to come back, but I hope that whatever I do in the future, whenever that is, you guys are with me. Like I said, I don't know if it's this rollcast redux. I don't know if it's a podcast where I just talk about random bullshit. I don't know if it's, I go on to like, I'm a co-host on another podcast. I don't even know. I doubt anybody would have me, but whatever I do, I want you guys to come with me because you are the best and just thank you so much. So Richie, we're going to close it out. Do you have any final parting shots? Like I said, it's not goodbye. It's see you later. But uh, the timing is TBD. Richie, do you have anything? Uh, do you have anything you'd like to say before I end this? And the only way I know how. No, I, I don't. I think you kind of hit the nail on the head. Like I again, Trey, I, I appreciate you. You gave me a, a platform to. Oh, you're g- the best, man. Give don't some, worry about it. Give some takes. Um, mainly Florida State basketball, which I feel like is not covered the way it should be, considering how well that program 
is in Leonard Hamilton and what he's done with that program. Um, but you gave me that platform and I appreciate you for that. And so I, one of, uh, so one of my best friend, well, uh, my best friend, Weston, uh, let me read the text real quick. So I, I told him today, Hey, we're recording the final, uh, podcast ever potentially for the Rollcast. And he said like, Trey is so amazing. Like it, that's, oh my God, that's, so that's, nice. that's going to, he's like, I want to miss that. And he would listen every day or every week, excuse me, because, because of me, but it was you who kept him locked in every single week, wanting to hear what you had to say. And so that's pretty fucking cool. So thank you again for giving me a platform to talk Florida state basketball, but more importantly, like we've discussed the past, you know, what, what are we looking at? 52 minutes or so. Um, it's been a blast. I've had a blast. I, I think most of my friends who I've, I've shared the podcast with, they truly enjoy it. And, and you're the reason and it will be oh, missed. Nice. And we're, we're going to, you know, it, it is what it is, but we're going to miss it. And I personally will miss it and I'll miss doing this with you. So thank you again for giving me that platform, but letting me join you on your platform and do this every single week. So I appreciate it. So John Krasinski, some good news. Goodbye. <laughs> and we're the best, bro. Well, you're the best. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk, man. You're, you're like a legitimate friend. You went from random producer guy with echoey shitty sound to a wonderful person, a good friend. And we're definitely going to talk. And like I said, guys, I don't know. I don't know when you'll hear me again. Like I said, I'm not going into hiding, but this we're gonna I'm gonna put the kibosh on this for a little bit. And uh, who knows the next incarnation? Who knows the next time we're gonna hear my voice? But just keep your ears open. I just want to end it the only way I know how. I'm gonna bring back a classic. I know you guys love my singing voice from the uh, episode right after Willie Taggart was fired. Uh, I just want to say this has been Trey Rowland uh, for the super producer Richie Barnes. And if this is the final episode of the Rollcast, uh, I loved it. You guys were the best. So here we go. A hundred days have made me older since the last time that I saw your pretty face. Oh, yeah. A thousand lies have made me colder, and I don't think I can look at this the same. Whoa. All the miles that separate disappear now when I'm dreaming of your face. Here comes the chorus. Whoa. I'm here without you, Willie, but you're still on my lonely mind. Think about you, Willie. And I dream about you all the time. I'm here without you, Willie. But you're still with me in my dreams. And tonight, Tag, it's only you and me. Oh. Love you guys. Thank you.